What hey. up, though? We back. We back. <laughs> what is up? Us. We missed y'all, too. We doing better, y'all. I know y'all can tell because <laughs> normally it'd be a month in between each one, but we was, what, a week? Okay, then. It's progress. Progressing. Mm-hmm. Maybe two weeks, but it'd be progressing. Was it two? No, we didn't it was record just a last week. week. Okay, okay yeah. just a week. But, yep, remember, y'all can email us at the act. 2018 at gmail.com T H A A C T 2018 at gmail.com Again, that's T H A A C T 2018 at gmail.com. Email us any questions, concerns, criticism, criticism anything. anything. We appreciate it. All feedback is good feedback yep. because at least you're telling us something. you letting us know that you're listening to us. Exactly. And then remember, we are the act on all social. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Right. We are working on being more active on our uh, social sites, but we both are working women, and you guys know I'm a single mom, so it is pretty hard. I'm a single mom, too. I have a dog. Yeah, you do your, <laughs> You do got your dog there. But, I'm a doctor. Yeah, so we, but we are trying, and I mean, we haven't really been going much places to put funny shit on there and right. show y'all. <laughs> I mean, we could have posted some videos from 1010 today, though. Oh, yeah. Because that was fun. We'll we'll get our social media sites up, and we'll put a lot more into them. I mean, shit, we always... We, I mean, we'll be on the internet regardless, so shit. Right. Take two just, seconds out. Even if it's just a picture of us, exactly. y'all will still have it. Exactly. So, basically, how your week's been? Um, pretty cool. I start a new zone again. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so I've been bouncing around trying to get back on my zone with the library. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I get my spot to float on the zone with the library and the person on the floor that I want barely comes to work. So if I'm a floater, I'll be in the library a lot. Right. So I start that zone on Tuesday when we go back to work because, of course, we got MLK up. MLK day off. The right. kids got to go to school, so that's what I call a good day off. Mm-hmm. Don't got to deal with my kids. And I get to sleep in an extra day. I'll take that. Okay, Alex. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. But other than that, um, it's been pretty good. Can't complain too much, I guess. How about you? Um, I could do a lot of complaining. Mm. A couple of weeks is just, you know, I do good. I've been, you know... So, I bought this three liter bottle of water. Has a I know, I just ordered mine. I'm excited. I'm tr- trying to work on drinking more water. So, if I drink more water, I'll tend to have maybe one can of pop or one cup of coffee every other day and drink the water in between. In the meantime, in between time, all day, all night. Um, working on that. You know, some days I finish it, some days I don't. But the thing is that I don't stop drinking the water. I have not stopped drinking the water. But you know what, Bestie? You drinking all this water will keep your skin and keep you more hydrated and more energy filled. Yeah. And that's a good thing. So I, I just got my gallon liter, my gallon water bottle. Uh-huh. I ordered it. Can't wait for it to come. She got this big-ass, dumb-ass water bottle, and it just made me feel like, bitch, you need to step your game up and get one, too, because... See, the thing about mine, mine got a straw in it. Yeah. 
You like the straw thing. I do. I don't mm-hmm. mind tipping a motherfucker back. See, if I have to tip it back, I'm not going to drink it. But then one thing I have noticed, though, about tipping it back is you tend to drink more than you would as if you were drinking out of a straw. But I wonder if I could just find a straw long enough to fit in it, but then still be able to close it. You probably could go to Speedway and get you one of them Speedway straws. Yeah. I guess I could and then just cut cut it down the side. Cut the spoon off the bottom. The spoon off the bottom? You think it'll be big enough then? Uh Because the spoon will give it an extra inch maybe yeah i might have to go there and check it out and see what the ratio to it is because i mean you do got to remember it's a gallon and the one that speedways is for 44 ounces uh-huh. so it might be too short mm-hmm. but the it's more or less more round, round. yeah and not really round. long gallons are short and fat yeah so you probably and you know what i feel like that helps you too with it with with drinking it too though, because if it's tall, you just be like, God damn, all this fucking water. But if it's wide, you don't realize how much you're really yeah, drinking yeah. because it's so wide. Mine's is tall. Yeah, it yours is tall. Much. It ain't that wide though. But it is. But it is. It is. So it's easier. So when I drink out the straw, it just go starts from three thousand liters, milliliters. It's going to go 3,000, 25, 20, 15, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. So, if I don't drink it all at night, that the night, the prior night, I'll drink the rest, the remaining of it on my way to work. Mm-hmm. And I'll go to work and I'll fill my water bottle up at work because we got the filter water systems. So Do I'll you guys have up. the ones where you just put the water bottle yep. under there? Yep. I don't really like those. I don't like the water either, but it, it beats... You using up my mom's all my mom's gourds until she can get a couple more bottles. So yeah. I fill up the water. So then by by the time, cause I had to be to work at eight, so I get there about seven thirty. So by the time nine thirty ten o'clock comes, I cause I feel, I'm filling it all the way back up to the three thousand milliliters. Yeah. So by the time ten ten o'clock come, I'm down to twenty because I I'm drinking this shit. You know, yeah. the straw helps. So I sit there. I don't have a patient or whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. I can sit there and sip on it, hold it, play on my phone or whatever I do at work. You know. But I'm working on it. Yeah, you get it. Um. And then, have you noticed that you've been less pissy now? Yep. Yep. Because once you build your bladder up to I'm tolerate the pissy, amount yeah. of water, you will be less pissy. Um. Oh, and another thing. Remember you were talking about how earlier, because I showed you my water bottle and it has yeah. different sayings on it? Yeah. You need to look it up, and this is the perfect one for you, only because Tawana is on this water bottle. Raina was going to do it, and they got the lyrics to pull up, drink. Oh, yeah. And then they got the times next yeah. to it. Oh, I could do that You online. need to do that on your yes. water bottle, and that'd, that'd be, be so dope. cute. Yes. And then not to mention, I feel like the words on the water bottle is, because what do people do when they bored? They drink. They drink, but they also read random ass shit. Right. And if your water bottle sitting in front of you, you as you reading it, you just gonna fuck it. Let me Drink. tip this up. Drink. Yeah, shot. Drink. Yeah. And it really say it. and it's so cute though. And then they go down I'm gonna have to, look to the up. water bottle. I'm gonna get on Pinterest and look look it up. Yeah. Okay, and then so I went to the library because like I said, I wanted to start getting my mind right reading again. So I right, went to the right. library the first Monday of the year. 
Got me a library book. I went to the YMCA. Got me a YMCA card. So I'm going to work out and shit. Okay. When I feel like it. Went to church, you know, this So year. at the Y, do you get um, visitors or no? You get guests, yes. One guest. Is it like every week you go? Or every, every time? Every time I go, yeah. Oh, that's a good time. Yeah. So if I wanted to go in the morning, I could go with a guest. Mm-hmm. And then I could go Monday with a guest. too. I could leave and come back with a guest. Oh, that's cool. So, <coughs> um, yeah, I'm. I gotta get back in the gym next week. I am getting back in the gym, and I'm just gonna use my water bottle that I got now. Yeah. And then what I figure I'll do is, cause with it being a gallon, I can finish that whole gallon by one thirty. All right. Cause with my job, I do a lot more walking, a lot more moving, so uh-huh. I'm automatically thirsty. So right. then I figure when I get to the gym, I can just fill it up maybe halfway. Yeah. Or something, so I can have something to keep me hydrated while I'm working out. Mm. And then I, like you said, what about say what well, on days where you gonna go to the gym? Or you gonna go when you get right after work? Um, yeah, because the gym is through the job, so we have certain times that we have to be there by. So on our days, you know, you gonna go to go to the gym because you know, and not everybody goes to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. Those days, try not to drink all your your whole gallon. Yeah. At you know, we before one thirty. See what I'm gonna, gonna do right is after the work. first. How I'm gonna do it is just go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. So then get those three days out the way, and then I got Thursday, Friday to myself, and then the weekend to myself. Started out like that, and then eventually work and work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then just keep my weekends to myself too. Mm-hmm. And, and I got a signing suit. I told you about that, uh-huh. right? See, because what I'm trying to do with working out, I'm not trying to work out every day. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to go to the gym every day. I will go to the gym every other day, whether it be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, yeah. Saturday, maybe. Because I, I downloaded this exercise app on my phone, and I've been doing them, you know, trying to... Oh, you're going to have to show me that one, because the ones that I be getting, <coughs> it always is a trial. Nope. Why is, it got to be a trial? a trial? Why you can't just show me good workouts to do, this whether you... And then, like, because even if you... At home, and you want to just bust out a quick workout while you just sitting around, and you actually could be reading and working out at the uh-huh. same time. So, Why I gotta pay for you to give me a few little exercises right. to do? So the app is called Workout for Women. Mm-hmm. It's a pink box with a big W on it. Okay. It got a bunch of different phases. You know, beginner, immediate, expert. You know, so you know, not every day I'm doing it, but I'm working on them working towards doing that but i mean you working on working on it is at least taking that first step into yeah. getting to it every day and yeah so we are and then like you said i've been reading i mean i mean i got my books out of storage uh-huh. finally because yeah. that was the problem with everything so uh-huh. i did get my books out of storage so i could finish reading my jennifer lewis book and then move into my charlamagne the god books that i got because uh-huh. i'm reading a series series this series has 26 books. Mm. So you got good reading for a while. Yeah, so I'm um, book one, chapter 13 out of 14. Oh, girl, you almost there. I figure I'll read the rest of the book in the morning if I don't go to church, which I need to go to church in the morning. If I don't go, I'll read the rest of my book tomorrow. And I'll turn the book back in on Monday and go ahead because I already put number two on hold. Oh, okay. So if I could shoot for read one and a half books a month then I figure I could be down once I get myself in I have, cause I haven't been reading that long for a while 
once I get myself back into reading, then I'll live with myself, you know, if in the morning before work, I try to read three, three, four pages. When I get up, if I get up early or when I go to work, if I get there early, I'll sit down and read a couple pages before I have to be upstairs, you know, see my patients or whatever. Um, try to read a page or two during my lunch break, and then when I get off, I try to read a couple pages too. Um, and then that way I can at least read like two, three chapters a day. Yeah. And then when I just sit around and read, like when I get off, so if I get off work, let's say, if I don't have to help my mom with the kids or whatever, I'll go right upstairs and pop my book open. Mm-hmm. And I'll read me two, three chapters. And you know, yeah, I think I'm going to start reading more on my lunch. <coughs> and then when I get off of work, when I come upstairs, that little gap, between you and that'll be a good way to keep my mind off taking a nap. Because once yeah. I take a shower, it's that second win. Yeah. And then me sitting down, really focusing and reading for a little bit until the kids got to come home. Or even if I use the 30 minutes I make my kids read and yeah. I lead by example and I'm, I'm reading, too. They, yeah. it maybe won't be like pulling teeth for them to go read. That would be nice. I think you should definitely try it out with the kids. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Mm -hmm. But anyway, then I had a, some bad days, got some... Yeah. Something that, some issues that, you know, I went to church on Sunday. The bishop told me that he, he he prayed for me last night and that the things that I'm going through, I will get through it. And then, bam, later on that night, some, uh, some BS happened off with my checking account or whatever. But you know what? I, like I told my mother, I'm tired of crying about things. I'm just giving it to, to, to the Lord, like. Mm -hmm. It's it took take me a while to realize like you know some things I can avoid some things I can't like every situation that I get into whether it's myself or allowing somebody else to get me in a situation I always crawl out of it so this this situation that just happened uh, over the, the past week it's just something that I know that I can get myself out of mm -hmm. so I'm glad it's happening so that way I can. This is one less thing that I have to worry about, and I can worry about the next couple things to get my shit together. Mm -hmm. It's like when when you're riding a bike. When you first learn how, you have no control over on how to know which way to, to right. really fucking get it together, you know? And then it's like once you get a hold of it and your mom let go of the back of that bike and you finally gain that steering and you really get to going... You're like, oh, okay. I got this. It's the same way with our lives sometimes. How you just, I need to, con I need, you, when you first get on that bike, you just automatically think you finna control it like that. Exactly. But you can't. You nope. gotta learn how to get you it together. Learn. You gotta learn. You gotta pedal forward instead you of trying to go how, back. And you gotta learn how to balance your weight. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is me where I'm at. I'm to the point where I'm balancing me. Mm-hmm. Now, I could ride a bike with somebody on my handlebars. Right. Somebody on the pegs, on the front and the back of the pegs. But I, never can't, I can't ride a bike with just myself. And that's what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Yeah. So, so I'm just trying to, trying to change, trying to become a better me. I was at work and telling my coworkers, like, I'm drinking this water. I'm trying to read more and doing this. They talk about New Year, New Year. I said, no. No, 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 Ever New Year, New Year. Oh, me. never, never, me. never. New Year, New Me. Don't ever New Year, New Me me. 
because it ain't no new year, new me. It's a new year, a and, better me. Yep. That's new what year I said. working towards a better me. Towards I a said new person. year improved me. Okay. I will be three, three by the end of this year. I will be 12 steps better than I was last year because you got 12 months to improve yourself. Exactly. So the growth I want to see, just like last year, how we started off rocky, mm-hmm. real fucking rocky. But by the end of last year, we was doing so much better than what we was before. Mm-hmm. The partying slowed down. Now the party is damn near at a halt. And yep. we, it's just like before it was, we got to go out. What's going on? Where we yep. going? You got a what babysitter. Right. What we drinking? And then towards what? Maybe mm, July, I would say, maybe. We stopped worrying about going out. Mm-hmm. By December, it just was, fuck it. If we don't go out, we at the house drinking wine, having a drink of liquor. It don't even matter. Exactly. We just chilling. We not focused on going out because at the same time, in the town that we live in, it don't matter where you go, who you with. You're going to see the same people every week, every week. burnt out, Doing unhydrated, dry face. Like, ashy <laughs> knuckles. Ashy knees, ashy hands, ashy elbows. Every weekend. Every weekend. Same old faces. Mm-hmm. Same old places. So sometimes you get tired of it. I mean, besides, we started off doing that shit. We started the ecstasy line. Yeah. That shit, that ain't new. That shit new to these motherfuckers now. But that shit wasn't new to us. This shit started, boring we, now. We started to hanging out the windows in the winters doing 60. Donuts and Patwood. Pulling down to the back of North Glade. Like, we did we that. We started that. Flying up and down Southwestern's Park Street. We did that. And all now that. it's just like these newcomers, these little kids who now getting behind the wheels of cars and y'all doing dumb shit. Y'all crashing into people's houses, for example. I'm not saying I seen somebody do it or nothing like that. But I'm just saying, like, y'all doing all this dumb shit. Like, y'all all in folks' yards. And when we did the ecstasy line, it wasn't... You're not driving on the sidewalk. Right. You in the line. Or you, you know, you you going down the street to get past somebody. You're not hopping on the sidewalk, no, driving no. through everybody, grass and all of that extra stuff. We did used to drive on the sidewalk. Not that bad, though. We, we had it bad. Not where the whole line down the sidewalk instead no, of in the street. No. They took it to a whole new level of what no. the fuck we yeah. was doing. We no. did it. We did to get past. But it'd be like maybe one car down here do it and then one car down over here. But it wasn't a whole uh, fucking line yeah, down exactly. the goddamn sidewalk right. because it's just like for what? Right. And it normally was the same people every time they in a big ass truck and they trying to get around because they know if they try to squeeze that truck down the street, yep, it ain't going to happen. Big ass and it was always big ass trucks. It'd yeah. be little ass beat beat ass cars. What do you, what do you got you that clown car st- on the sidewalk for? You're finna get stuck, nigga. Finna get stuck. Girl, let's roll over and stay woke because I ain't got time for them. <laughs> I ain't got time for them. Nigga. I ain't got time. I just thought about it and... Girl, what what car are you talking about? Okay, hold on. Let me get back to it. I got. Wanna remind y'all? Hold on, wait. Hey y'all, I just wanna remind y'all because it's been a little bit over three weeks. Okay, it's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering, as in summoning, federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now, I don't wanna hear y'all motherfuckers talking about oh, but Obama shut down the government for seventeen days. Yeah, bitch. 
for healthcare. So your grandma could check her blood pressure and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government or y'all probably don't even have a job, but this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, our, our country is in a hellhole right now. All for a fucking wall. Like, we really need to take this serious. We, I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because this is not what I do. But, bitch, I'm scared. This is crazy. And I really feel bad for these people that got to go to fucking work to not get motherfucking paid. Hey, y'all. I just want to remind y'all because... Okay. So... We're going to start there and stay woke. Yes, the government is shut down. And yes, yes, it's getting worse. And yes, it's affecting people. It's affecting up. It's to the point to where it's affecting people's day-to-day lives. Like she said, with the government being shut down, y'all having TSA and all government workers go to work with no pay. Your landlord not going to give a fuck that the government is shut down if you ain't got that rent on the first exactly. or the third. Exactly. You can't tell the, the, the people, oh, well, you can't tell your landlord, oh, well, you know, when, when, when Trump opened up the government again, I can pay you your rent. They're going to tell you, listen, you got until the motherfucking sixth of this month to have your rent. And if you don't, you're going to have to figure something out. It's just messed up. Exactly. It's so messed up. And it's to the point to where, did you see that message on Facebook, the press release from MDOT? No, I didn't see it. So, it was posted on Facebook that basically, in a nutshell, everybody who's supposed to get food stamps next month got they got benefits this month front loaded. Okay. Basically, yeah. got their okay. benefits this month for next month because they don't know for sure if they're going to be able to get them. What's happening is exactly what my mom been telling me, which is why my mom used to be on me so tough about the relying on getting food stamps, getting cash assistance not granted i'm not down to nobody who do that for the simple fact that i did that shit for years right it put food in me and my kids stomachs for years right and thank god i'm in a place to where i don't need food stamps but it is people who out there they struggling they trying but they struggling it ain't nothing they can do and this is how their kids eat Exactly. Not everybody can, and it's hard as hell. But the thing about him cutting the food stamps and shit like that, Caucasian people, white people, they are the highest majority race Mm -hmm. that gets food stamps. Mm -hmm. So not only are you taking out of every other race's mouth, but your own race. Yep. Majority of them people voted for you. Yep. And now majority, majority of the people that voted for you, they are not getting paid going to work. My ballistics is in your car. Okay. Right. Not only that. America. <laughs> but not only that. Just, just take what she said in that little snippet about, okay, granted. Yes. Obama did shut down the government for 17 days. Was that, for, that was for Obama. But it was there. for a good ass cause. You're shutting down the government because you want to build a wall? To keep the Mexicans out? But why because you- the Mexicans are just so fucking horrible of people that they're going to come over here and they're going to quote unquote rape, rob, steal, and kill. But well, yet... the motherfuckers that's raping, robbing, stealing, and killing... Are in are corporate these- America. Exactly. The president. Just like, okay, so me and Raina, we got into this talk on our way home. Because when I picked her up from Upper Bound, we got into this little discussion about the wall and all of this. Uh-huh. 
before I get off into this, I want to tell y'all, not only is Trump trying to build this wall, but the where he's building it and the location doesn't even cover from the drug lords getting drugs into America. So, y'all doing this to keep out the actual people, but y'all not going to do it to protect America from the drugs that are coming from Mexico. What type of sense? The peers that appear cocaine. Or whatever. They It, it don't matter because I still want to be able to get smuggled in. Exactly. Okay, but anyways, so me and Raina were talking and, you know, we were talking about the wall and stuff. And I was just like, you know, it's fucked up because he tries to paint Mexicans in such a bad light. But it's the same as, okay, I have two misdemeanors. I have two OWIs on my record. These are two misdemeanors that cannot be expunged off my record. I will always on paper look like I'm just a drunk and don't know how to function in society. That's just how it looks. Right. But yet, there are cops driving around right now who have multiple OWIs, multiple DWIs, and their shit get covered up. Why? Because... They're fucking police officers. Yeah, it was a judge fucking on alcohol tether. Right there. There well, you go. But we ain't a judge. Say no names, though. A judge. Another one. Um, And then we see it all the time where someone in corporate America, a CEO, a COO of a company, has been raping their fucking employees and nothing is happening to them. Exactly. They're paying for their employees to get abortions because they want to look like that picture-perfect man over that business. So then it's not tarnishing the image. But yet, we have people struggling. Yes, people depend on welfare, in case you guys didn't know. Yes, there is some people who depend on that. Who that is, that is what they need to survive. And then there's people who work for a living. And now you're telling them that... Not only can they not depend on the government for food stamps, but I can't even depend on you to pay my money and I'm going to work and I'm paying you bitches taxes. But what they what they're forgetting is once I once you're not paying your government employees, that means they're not paying back into you by paying their taxes. So that means the government, not only are you going to be shut down, you're going to be fucking broke because now nobody's paying you guys. Exactly. So now what you going to do? Trump, quit throwing a temper tantrum and open the fucking government back up. Because that's all it is. My son handles his fucking pressures of life as a little eight-year-old better than this fucking oldest shit president we have. Exactly. Me and my my mama call him Donald Gump. Because it don't make no fucking sense. Like, you really walked out of your press conference because... They told you no. They told you no. And then got on Twitter... What the fuck is wrong with you? And if you want this wall so fucking bad, build it your fucking self. Exactly. Because, nigga, you're not going to take my taxes and put it on no fucking wall, period. Seeing that I'm half Mexican, I got a problem with it to begin with anyway. Exactly. Because you got me fucked up because them is my people. Exactly. And you got me fucked up because that's my bestie and them her people. <laughs> Motherfucker. Because it's just ridiculous. Like, you really feel like that's the thing to do. Like, okay, granted, there's bad people everywhere. 
if you want to get really, really, really fucking technical. But Trump, even you covered up your bullshit and your infidelities by paying a bitch off and giving her an NDA. But when she got tired of your motherfucking orange head ass, she exposed you. Exactly. You're the prime example of what you're trying to keep out. Make that make sense. A murderer. A narcissist. Ugh. The biggest one if I've ever fucking seen one. He's a sociopath. Mm-hmm. He just fucking drives idiot. me fucking crazy. It just drives. It's so it's so mind blowing that this is where we are, and then to like think, anyone out here who listens and has kids, black, white, Asian, persuasion, goddamn uh, Mexican, Chinese, Japanese, Laotian, any fucking race, it don't even fucking matter. Please let your kids know that they can be the next president. They can affect change, whether it's picking a piece of trash up off the sidewalk and throwing it in the trash can to really making a difference in class elections at school or even opening up your mouth and stating how you feel. Your opinion matter. Your questions matter. Please explain that to a kid because you never know who is raising the next fucking president exactly. for our kids' generation. For, not for our kids' generation. For our kids' kids' generation. Because Lord knows, I think if our parents knew that society would turn out to the way that it was, they would have prepared people better for what the fuck was coming exactly because this right here is tomfoolery at its fucking best girl (sighs) speaking of more tomfoolery let's talk about this 10 year old bringing a gun to school in flint michigan oh jesus thank god no kids were harmed but the kid was took to into custody which is fucked up right Cause it's ten, but where the fuck did this kid get the gun from? Mom, where daddy? do the kid get the gun from? Now, I'm not against the parent having a, a a weapon in the household. I'm not a I'm not against it at all. But what I am against is the fact that this gun was at such easy access exactly. for a ten, t e n, year old to get it. Are you fucking serious? That's like me having a gun around and Mari taking it to school. Right. Like, what? What the fuck? Like, you... They got all type of lock boxes. Exactly. They got all type of door locks. Like, what the fuck is you really thinking? I understand it needs to be in a place to where if something was to happen and an intruder was in your house, you got easy access to it. But at the same time... Not as easy for your kids to access. Not easy access for you. Like you said, for your kids to access it. Come on now. You got to do better. Yeah. You can't do that shit. That's just dumb. That's dumb as hell. And granted, yes... Kids is bad. Kids is sneaky and they do do goofy shit. Right. But most kids sneak and take slime to school. An extra pair of shoes because their mama told them they couldn't wear it. A change of clothes because their mama said they didn't want them to wear that new clothes and they wanted them to wait until such and such or whatever. That's what most kids sneak and do. Some booty shorts that their mama made you put on a long blue jean skirt. Right. (laughs) <laughs> something like that <laughs> not a fucking good right. and then it's just like okay granted I'm not here in the morning with my kids when they leave but Fatima is here Raina had just left and went to school so 
like I said, Mari may sneak some slime to school in her backpack or something. Uh-huh. Carmelo may sneak and try to take his iPad so he can play with it on the bus. Something goofy like that. Yeah. But I'm not going to have... But at the point that you're going to work, you're not there to access the gun if need be. Exactly. So but why would you have it in, in access to where your kid can sneak and get it to take it to school? Because what if that kid wasn't paying no attention and they pull it out in the bathroom and Start shooting. accidentally blow their homeboy head off while they're trying to show him the gun? You got to exactly. think like that because exactly. you can't control, even if you don't think it's a bullet in the chamber, it can be. Right. You right about that. That is just madness. Like, that's just crazy. I just don't understand. You guys got to do better. Please do better. Please do better with the guns and the kids, please. Because every day, it seems like they get younger and younger, taking guns to school and shit. I swear for goodness, and this is exactly why the gun was at easy access. Because medical marijuana, I, maybe they got high and forgot to put it away. I'm not going to play that on weed. I get high and forget about <laughs> things too. But I'm not going to get high. That's like me getting high and leaving one of my most valuable assets, like one of my Clump City hats or something, mm-hmm. on the floor for Siri to eat it. Yeah. No. I'm high. I'm going to get my stupid high ass up and pick my shit up so she can't eat my shit. Yeah, but at the same time, not all high people have that same thought. Some high people get high and instantly fall asleep. Yeah, I know a couple of those too. Me too. And he he, um, claim it's narcolepsy, but I just say he high. But um, that's neither here nor there. But let's talk about this recall marijuana. So, a marijuana marijuana was recalled in um, medical dispensaries in Kalamazoo in Detroit. Laura issued a health and safety um, advisory because certain strands of weed sold at Compassionate Care by design failed a lab te- lab testing. The product contained chemical residue. The products that were recalled is Cali, Crucial Cali, Critical Cali. Critical Cali, you said. I'm just tripping. Yeah. Because it was Crucial Kush. Crucial Kush. Okay. Critical Cali and Crucial Kush, you got. GMO, Silver Haze, GSC, Blueberry, Skunk Number One, Chuck D, Lemon Kush, Special Kush, Purple Punch, and this is the funniest name of them all. Amnesia. Amnesia. Okay, well, they now, that's why she brought the gun. Yeah. <laughs> that's why the why kid brought forgot, the gun. Because she was smoking that amnesia, and it had the chemical residue on it, and it fucked her all up. Threw off her whole equilibrium. Yeah, okay, had well, her bring it home. <laughs> it's off her pH balance. <laughs> <laughs> Not her pH balance. <laughs> amnesia. I got amnesia. Girl, no, when I was fucking writing down the names of these weeds, I'm like, okay, these is pretty normal names. Uh-huh. The skunk number one was like, uh, even though I love the smell of weed, but I'm like, would I really want to smell some skunk weed? I would definitely love I would. skunk number one. I'm like, damn, because I don't mind the smell of a skunk. Okay, you're taking it too far. Because it reminds me of weed. No, but you stink. 
No, I'm talking about like the skunk smell that's been sitting there for a while. Yeah, like you riding down a, a dark And you just street. ride through it and that's it. Yeah. Not like you hit the yeah, skunk okay. and then you smell. Because that smell of how your car fucking stinking like, you, like it sprayed you. Right. You ever hit a skunk? No, hell no. Bitch. I'm a, okay, listen. The closest I came to hitting the skunk, the car in front of me hit the skunk. So, of course, we on a one-lane street. You yeah, know, right it's, the pass, it's the passing side and then it going through. So, there was nothing I could do. There was no way to get away because there's traffic on this side and I'm in traffic. So, once they hit the skunk, I had to swerve a little bit just to get over it so then I'm not hitting it too. But that fucking smell was horrid. Now, I'm not talking about that smell. I'm talking about the skunk that's been dead for about four days and the smell is real faint, but you smell it. Yeah. That is what I say reminds me of the weed. Okay. Like a fresh skunk. Getting sprayed by a fresh skunk, basically. By an old skunk. A dead skunk. Been there four days. Cool. Okay. Now that remind me of that, but the amnesia that name, bitch. I'm I want to try that. I'm dying laughing writing it because you know what I thought of when Cat Williams said the drug dealer tried to sell him some death. <laughs> bitch, I was. You trying to sell me some death? He said not D E N like you die. He was like, but death, like, you wake up, you ain't gonna hear no more. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I thought of with, when I wrote down amnesia. But that shit was fucking hilarious. That but just, funny. But y'all just be careful because y'all can't be selling weed like that in a dispensary. Like, it's good that they on top of it for the simple fact that, yes, the law has passed. Uh-huh. But y'all can't get careless. I ain't never seen no articles like this until we was legal. Exactly. So don't get careless with y'all products. It probably ain't even shit wrong with it. They just trying to make it look like something wrong with the weed. Yeah. So they can be like, see, this is why we should have never made weed legal. Because look at the bullshit that's going on with the weed. And I do feel like that in a way. (laughs) Because y'all saying that. What I'm thinking with the chemical chemical residue is based. Were they possibly spraying something to they make their buds bigger to to or make it even grow faster so they can produce more at one time smell, smell different or yeah so i'm feeling like maybe it's something like that but i could see if it was like some some mold on the weed or something you know something like that to where they not taking care of it to where you see and stuff like that but even to know, like, you spraying a chemical on some weed, you don't know what reaction it is right. going to give the person that's right. smoking that weed. Because ain't nothing wrong with smoking it. To me, no, personally, I, I don't it. do it, but... Get high every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, personally, I don't smoke it, but I don't mind it. Right. And I definitely voted for it to be legal because I know so many people that smoke. Right. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with getting high. Exactly. I feel like getting high shouldn't stop you from getting a job. Now, it is some highs that I'm not saying that you should chase. I mean, we talking about smoking marijuana. Now, if you trying to take an extra step. Now, I mean, XC here and there, you know... Once every two months, three months, maybe. I mean, ecstasy every now and again ain't bad. But... But if you're going for that high, high, um, I don't See, know. See, the thing about weed is sometimes you have to smoke to survive. Yeah. I'm trying to get high 
to outweigh the lows. Yeah. For the simple fact, life hits you. Some jobs are stressful. Our job is very stressful. And then not to mention, just like you said, life hits you. Sometimes life when hits it hits you, you it punches the knock the wind out you your hear ass. Me? I'm down on my knuckles in the fucking snow head buried. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna make it out of it. Right. Alright, Bessie, what grinds your gears? What grinds my gears is when people feel like you on daytime. Like, say for instance, if my younger sister needed to use my truck, because you know, she she down right now. Uh She don't, she don't got a car, but nor does she really need one. Right. So, say for instance, this didn't happen, y'all. Buki, I know that's not you for real, but I'm just using you as an example. But say, for instance, she want to use my truck. Cool. Uh-huh. If I say yes, you can use my truck, and you ask me what I got to do, and I give you a laundry list of what I got to do, but I say I got this gap where you can go do what you need to do in the truck, uh-huh. that means get your ass up, get ready, and use the truck. Exactly. That don't mean wait until you feel like... Alright, I'm tired of laying on this couch. Let me get my ass up and do it, what, what I'm finna do. Exactly. And now I gotta push everything or try to rearrange everything that I was gonna do. I'm not saying I do this all the time because I'm not a very nice person sometimes. And when it comes to my shit, if you don't do it when I say, then it's just not gonna happen. Exactly. But very. if I, I, I just don't like that shit. Don't think that if I say I'm on my way and you say hold on. Once I hold on, I'm just not going to come. Right. I can't stand up. I hit somebody with a, I'm on my way text and they tell me, hold on. What? I ain't coming. You need my shit. Right. I'm not coming. Okay, I'll hold on, all right. Hold your thought, too, because I ain't coming. What grinds your gears, Bessie? Um, what grinds my gears is when you ask a motherfucker for one thing, and one thing only. And they turn around and do what the fuck they want to do. For instance, I got my job this week. <clears throat> I asked for a paper check for yesterday. Because mm-hmm. yesterday was payday. Because I wanted to get me a new bank account. And so I got... I told the lady that I needed a paper check for this week. Mm-hmm. But I got her the router information, information for my new checking account. Exchange with her all week, saying that I need to make sure I need the paper check. She told me the first check, this check will be a paper check. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever, cool. Wait on paper check. Bam. This B I T C H deposited the money into my accounts. Hard not, not that that the, not that that's a bad thing or whatever, because it's cool, whatever. That's where they're going anyway. But still, I asked for a paper check. I had shit that I needed to do yesterday and today with that fucking paper check. Now, I'm at a standstill, ass on hold, because motherfucker wanted to do what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That is irritating. That grinds my motherfucking gears. Girl, that's like telling the motherfucker, I'm telling you to color this picture, this spot of this picture red, because that's where the red go. And you color that bitch purple. Why you not listening? Because why would you pay the Because why would you be hard-headed? Exactly. If I'm telling you that I need a paper check, that means 
Thursday have my check printed so when I get to work on Friday, you can politely hand it to me exactly. and I can politely go cash it on my lunch. Exactly. Period. There's no reason why I should be getting any notifications from anybody's bank right now because that's, that's not, not what, what I, I told you, you to do. That's not what I asked you. I asked you for a pepper check. And the then not to mention you tell me. And the last okay, thing that came out right. of my mouth is I need a paper check mm -hmm. for this week. But I have the routing information for you for the other direct deposits. You know what? I, I think, I wonder if you would have gave her no choice but to give you a paper check. Like, if you would have waited to give her the routing numbers until tomorrow, would she still have did that ignorant ass shit? I think she still would have direct deposited it. You think so? I think she would have put it in another bank account. I just feel like she just was saying, okay, it's like a motherfucker standing in your face acting like they get what you're telling them but then all they along don't. they that's like me telling Mari Mari grab these beads and put them in the uh, bead spot and she throw them in the barrette spot right but you shaking your head yeah like you finna do it that's so ugh that's so that's so fucking irritating as hell irritating as hell girl so remember you guys Email us at T-H-A-A-C-T 2018 at gmail.com Again, T-H-A-A-C-T 2018 at gmail.com Call me Call me Oh, email me Pet tea. It's petty time. It's petty time. It's petty time. You first or me first? You first. Me first, okay. So, what made me remember this story is because I was talking to my cousin Juan about how the bunch of petty shit that I was on as a kid, a bunch of petty shit that I've just done in my life or whatever, okay? So, this particular moment I'm talking about my grandma too sweet, my great-grandmother, she stayed in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. So, when we stayed on Florence, every other spring break, we swapped going to grandma's house with the older kids. So mm -hmm. me, Aisha, Cheyenne, Tartitia, we all went together. Mm -hmm. Leatrice, Tequila, uh, Alex, and, and them, they all went, mm -hmm. you know, together. Because it's a lot of y'all. So this particular spring break, <coughs> and we it was our turn to go. So we had got my house, we kicking it for the week or whatever. So one of the days, I just felt like being petty or whatever. So we, she got, Grandma had this old-ass fucking radio. We listened to the radio on it. We in there playing cards, some of the cousins, and the other end of the house, me and Booby, and this one end of the house by the front door. Mm -hmm. So uh, Grandma had a bedroom off the living room by the front, which was her bedroom. Excuse me, I, I think I'm catching another cold. But, so, got the radio on, Booby got her back turned toward me. Popped out this safety pin. <laughs> so, I got the safety pin out, and the whole time I'm thinking in my head, I'm about to electrocute myself. About to play it crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Popped open the, um, popped open the safety pin, stuck it in the headphone jack. <laughs> but I didn't electrocute myself. I faked it. I started acting, started shaking it. 
like I was gonna yeah. kill myself. She's around like what? Ah! <laughs> I can see Boo because she's so heavy. I'm like what? I bust. I fell out laughing. So that she stopped screaming, I just fell out laughing. She's like you play too much. Dead ass, a motherfucker. I was fucking rolling. I did not die. You know it's not funny because I really electrocuted myself oh, before. Shit. <laughs> So you were doing bullshit. No, I really wasn't doing bullshit. Okay, so this one I was pregnant with Mari, actually. Yeah. That's probably why she's crazy. Probably why she's so damn cool, goofy, cool, 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 cool. twitchy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, um, what happened is I plugged uh my dad, you know, he always got them big ass extension cords and you know yeah. the big orange ones. Yeah. So one was plugged in, but it was like a little piece like Almost as if, you know, when you pull a charger too many times, that little, it scrunches yeah. up and it's that, the wire's exposed. Yeah. That's how this um, cord was. And so I was grabbing the cord so I could plug my charger in it to plug, charge my phone. But when I grabbed it, it electrocuted me. So then I'm like this, like it did it, but it just sent the shock through my body. So I hurried up and threw it down. And my mom was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like. I think I just electrocuted myself. Oh, my God. But I'm pregnant, so I'm, like, I'm worried because I'm, like, is something fucking wrong with my baby? Like, because then Mari just started flipping. The rest of the day, she was just really, really hyper. And I'm, like, what the? F- I really fucking electrocuted myself. <laughs> you electrocuted that baby. I electrocuted the baby and myself. Lord and then, Jesus. like, I just had to sit there, and I was just stuck in the same position because, like, the shocks was going through my body for a minute, even after I threw it on my hand. Yeah. It was so fucking crazy. Yeah. It's not funny. That's not funny, guys. <laughs> I fake mine. Mine wasn't... Mine's was real. Mine's never happened. Okay, so... So it was your petty time. Okay, so... When I was in... What grade? I did choir in 7th and 8th grade just because I wanted to be with my friends. Uh-huh. All my friends did choir. Motherfuckers could sing. I couldn't. I just right. go in there and fake it. But you've been to Hillside before, right? Yeah. You see, you know when you come in from, you know it's that hill going up by the gym. Yeah. So one day, me and my homegirl, we on our way to fucking choir. Uh-huh. And we was damn near late. The first bell rang, you know, back in school, the bells will ring a couple minutes apart just to give you that, let you, the warning bell, and then it's the bell, and it's yeah. like, what, two minutes, I yeah. think? So, the warning bell had rang, and we still had to run. We was by the office, so we still had to run down that hill to get to music class because her, her classroom was right after the hill. So, me and Brittany, we running, and, you know, we doing our feet off ass, and we going. Mind you, she's shorter than me. Back then, she was chunkier than me. So, me being me, I'm really fucking goofy, guys. So, when I was in school, I liked to trip people. I thought it was funny. And so I stuck my foot out, and she running. And when I tell you, she fell, she rolled, she slid. (laughs) (laughs) So she slid literally down the hill after she rolled. And then, so I tripped her right before we got to the hill, but enough space for her to roll a little bit. And then she slid down the hill. (laughs) To the teacher, right to the end of the hall, like right to the choir room. 
Bitch, when I tell you I was tardy to class because I stood at the top of the hill and laughed so hard. She got up. She was ready to fight until she seen who it was. <laughs> like, once she realized it was me, she was like, bitch, you play too much. <laughs> you play all the time. I can't stand you, bitch. I am fucking dead right now. That is the funniest shit ever. Bitch, when I tell you she was ready to fucking kill me, like, she had murder on her face. When she and then she turned around and she was like, "Bitch, you play too much," and the teacher was like, "Um, excuse me," and she was like, "She just tripped me down the hill," and I'm dying fucking laughing so I couldn't even play it off and act like it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And she's like, "Y'all, Gary, up and get in this room. Get in, get in the room, so we can start." I'm dying laughing. So then after after she calmed down, she looked at me and so I hit her with a, "You mad?" <laughs> You ain't shit. Oh, man. So that was my petty type story. Oh, my God. You funny as hell. Bitch. That shit was funny as fuck. You ready for this acting up? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Go ahead. Crickets? (laughs) What was some of your habits when you were a kid? Um, habits... Did I have many habits? I don't feel like I did have many habits. Well, I know, yes, I did. I had weird eating habits when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I used to, which sometimes I still do as a grown up, and I shouldn't have because my kids see me do it and they do it too sometimes. I used to take the cheese off my pizza and then separate the pepperonis off my pizza, off the cheese, and then I would make them in the piles, and I would eat my crust, and then eat the pizza, then eat the sides. What? Another one of my habits is... What type of weird shit is that? Yeah. Um, another habit with pizza is I eat the crust before I eat the pizza. I like the crust before the pizza. I always did that, even when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, another one... Another eating one. Sorry, guys. I have a lot of weird habits while I eat. I used to go, like, when you go to, like... Back when we was kids, Hot and Now was a thing. Yeah. And Hot and Now was a good thing. Like, I loved Hot and Now. So, my mom would give me the little cheese teasers. Mm-hmm. And so, I would squeeze the middle out first and eat that. And then eat the, the rest. <laughs> and then I used to pull up the the burgers apart and then eat the bread before I eat the meat. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and You're then a terrible food person. Yeah. I would have hated to eat with you growing up. My mom used to get so mad at me because I would take so long to eat. And I'm still a slow eater now, but it's just not as messy. Right. But that's just like when I eat like stuff with like a uh, piece of hard salami or something. I eat the outside, then eat the inside. But other than eating habits, I don't think I'm, I have any habits. No. No. Not really. <coughs> Not when I was a kid. What about you? Um, my habits was not asking for help. I'm going to do everything by myself. Okay, Mari and Mello. That is so my kids. Still to this day. I don't like to ask for help unless I absolutely need it 
which it took me getting into the field that I'm in now to realize that it's okay to ask for help. And one of my habits, another one of my habits, I guess it really wasn't a habit. As a child it was. I just like to play with my Barbies by myself. Don't fucking touch my Barbies, bitch. I will break them. Mm -hmm. I will break my own Barbies before I let somebody else play with one. I, I remember one of my cousins was here and my mom got me the three stairs. Barbie's little sisters, the singing sisters, they all had a little platform, three stairs, and they all had a little spot to sit on. Barbie, the middle sister, and the baby sister, forgot their names. But they all had on green dresses, and the stairs was red, and they sang. <laughs> and my cousin was touching my shit without asking, so I took it from her and threw it at the fucking wall. <laughs> Don't play with it. <laughs> Don't play with So now style. nobody can play with them. Exactly. Because you should have asked. That is so fucking petty. So that's going to be a petty type story because that, that's petty. Be. <laughs> I broke the stairs, but Barbie, Barbie and, the, and the sisters, was they was fine. Girl, I wasn't a, I wasn't a good sharer either. Is that uh, a sharer? 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 Yeah, like I didn't like to share either. I used to tell people, when I was little, I used to tell people that I almost failed kindergarten because I don't know how to share. That's what I used to valid word to my mother be. I do not like to share. To this day, I don't yeah. like to share. Mm -mm. I will buy my kids their own before I have to share my own shit. And that was the number one thing. How you gonna have kids and you don't like to share? Uh, I yeah. buy them their own of exactly. the same exact fucking thing I got. Exactly. That remind me of Miracle. So when when I met Miracle, of course, we always had the relationship we got now. Uh -huh. She didn't like that I would never share because I would go to like you know, back in the day we used to have the little the the snacks and shit that you can buy in the lunch line. Right. And so I would buy like a slushie and some hot Cheetos. She'd be like, "Lisa, let me get some of your Cheetos," and I'm like, "No, you know I don't share." And then she's like, Alicia, let me get you your Cheetos. And then I tell her no again. And I was so petty that I would cough in the bag so she wouldn't get none. I don't play that. Don't, don't, no, I'm not sharing. Oh, my God. She coughing in the shit? I would do yeah. one of these, like, make it look like I'm coughing in the bag. And then I'll turn and then cough to the side. So then she think I coughed in my yeah. bag. And so I wouldn't share. I'm like, I'm not sharing. And right. so one day she snatched the whole bag of chips from me. And I chased her around the lunchroom and we both got in trouble. Over some chips. Over my chips. Over your hot Cheetos. Don't touch my shit. Don't touch my shit, bitch. <laughs> do you like some of the same foods that you did when you were a kid? I do. You do? I do. Um, a little different now. When I was a kid, I used to eat cold hot dogs and popcorn. Now I like my hot dog boil. I still eat the popcorn too. Mm. Um, cereal. My favorite was Pops. Fruit. No, my favorite was Apple Jacks. Mm. Still love them to this day. Haven't had none in a while. Oh, girl, we just had some the other day. I, I forgot how much them bitches slap. Let's see. I definitely, I do like, I do like the same foods as I did as a kid. Except for something new is chitlins. I didn't too much care for chitlins as a child. 
because they were stinking at my mother's house. I was like, <laughs> but I love them They didn't pay me not to eat them. Um, what about you, Gusty? I've been thinking. So, yes and no. When I was a kid, I used to love tomatoes. Uh, I, I could like eat tomatoes. them. I could eat them just raw. Yeah, I like an apple. Yep. Nope. Because my grandma, she used like to before. grow tomatoes in her backyard. Like my grandma had like this little small garden with with tomatoes, and so we would go back there, we'd pick them, go in the house, wash them off, and I could just smash them. Loved them. Cherry tomatoes, regular tomatoes. It didn't matter if it was a tomato, I was eating it. Mm. Got pregnant with Mari. Can't eat tomatoes no more. Don't like them. Made me sick. Can't eat them no more. That was one I don't eat. Um, I also, with tomatoes, I smashed them bitches, but once I got pregnant with Mari, it was a no-go. Uh-huh. Couldn't fuck with the shits no more. Because <laughs> Mari didn't like the motherfuckers, and then same with Hot Pockets and Hamburger Helper, which right. now I can eat. Okay. Smash mode. Okay, now. I love them now, but... Um, I remember when I was staying with my TT... I, they would pick me up for church and they'd come in with this tomato. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a tomato. It's not an apple. Oh, but so I don't eat like an apple. So That's exactly the, what I used to so do So I too. bite into the fucking tomato. I'm like, I don't want it. It's not an apple. It's, <laughs> it's a tomato. Soft. I don't want it. Right. It don't give you that <laughs> an apple no, again. And I need that <laughs> an apple to give you. Everybody does. It's just something about that. That, <laughs> that just be like, yep. Now, now we talking apples, not right. oranges, not tomatoes. Apples, girl. So, what was your favorite age? Um, middle school. What did we say? What's that like? Ten. You I mean, said a 10, 12, 11, 13. 12, 13 ish. Yeah. Cause this when you you know you get to go to school and have all them classes and you meet new people from who the hell you didn't know back in middle I mean back in elementary right it's just so much better to me and then you you really finding out who the fuck you are by middle school uh-huh so middle school for me what about you yeah mine is about middle school mine is middle school too because my sister let me smoke weed with her Mm. I've been smoking since I was 12 with my big sister and she recipe she put me up on it so so a little sidebar question to that one real quick cause I just thought about it uh huh so would you say like if one of your younger sisters cause you know you do got the two younger ones uh-huh. if they was 12 would you have did the same thing with them yeah you would I would have okay I would do it with me than anybody else. That's the same way she felt. I that was you always with me that you out here smoking with your friends. That's always been my logic for the simple fact that you know I got two younger sisters too, mm-hmm. and I always felt like if they smoke with me, then it's less risk for something bad happening. Put your eyes up, choke. But yeah, I felt the same way. Okay. I feel I, I I thought, okay, we there. We at okay. the same spot. Me and Tawana's mine, we right there with that one because yeah. that's exactly how I felt with my younger sisters when I found out Buki smoked and 
I told her I prefer her to do it with Marisa. Mm-hmm. Because Marisa smokes, I can get you the weed, but I can't smoke it with you. Because right. I don't—I I mean, I can, but I don't really smoke. Right. But if you smoking with Marisa, then I feel comfortable because there's DJ, there's his homeboys, and I know ain't none of them lacing their weed with nothing exactly. that that can have you at the loony bin or nothing. Exactly. So okay, I'm I'm right there with you. What's your best? Oh, excuse me. What's your best childhood memory? My best childhood memory is living on Florence and Woodbury. I remember, um, I I remember this one crazy day though over there. We out playing this broad fucking day, like we all out playing and shit. All of a sudden, motherfuckers start shooting. Oh no! We all outside, shit, hide behind trees. They like in the house. They shoot it. from Chicago so when she was alive mm-hmm. we used to have family reunions here mm-hmm. and I remember having one at one, a big dumbass park I don't know but that was my best childhood memory living over there and enjoying my family what was your worst childhood memory well you gonna enter, let me answer best first wait you I did it. favorite age. I just did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. My bad, bestie. It's cool. It's cool. Okay, so my best one will be when we used to be on. Um, we used to go back. I got two. I got one from the south and one from the north. Okay. Favorite childhood memory from the north is when my uncle, my uncle Tracy used to be laying on the couch. And we would go up to him like, we need some money so we can go to Lesman's. Uh-huh. And when my granny would give us food stamps, because we know once you spend that food stamps and you break it down, they give you cash back. Yep. And she used to let us get the cash, and we used to cash out, so we thought. Yeah. So, that, you know, running through the little cut from Church Street to get to, uh, to get to Rose to walk. Yeah. To get well, hell. Back then, it used to be two: one from Rose, and then the one from Rose will take you to Burdick, and then once you're on Burdick, you could just walk up and go right to Lesman's. Mm-hmm. So that was always fun when you know, cause anywhere you walk with a group of people is fun. You're right. But a group of your cousins, so y'all all acting a fool walking to the store. Good times. Yeah. But on the south side, it was a slime pit. We used to go to the slime pit, which is like basically a construction site. Uh Uh-huh. Who the fuck does that? We do that. So we go. My cousin Cassie, we decided to let her go with us. And when we get there, as soon as we get there, it's a whole bunch of rocks. Right. But we used to riding on the shit because we did it all the time. She Uh just didn't know. Right. So once we get to the slime pit, Cassie, we pulling in and she fucking slides and falls off her bike and scrapes her knee. So she tells us she tells us that she finna tell on us and she going back to the house. And we like you ruined everything. Uh-huh. And so Marisa like fuck it, we here. We might as well play while we here until we get caught. Right, because we get in trouble. She going to tell on us. Right, but we knew it was gonna be a minute before she got there because right. when we was growing up, she was a little bigger than me. Yeah. 
So we was like, all right, whatever. So we planned and we did a breaking and entry into one of the buildings because we broke the window. Well, the window was like to justify. The window was like, no. Listen, the window was like baby broke. What's baby broke? So like it was like somebody had already threw a rock through it, so it had a hole in it, and Uh we just broke it the rest of the way and went through and went in and was playing and like. In this area, it was like a fucking building filled with like mountains of rocks uh-huh. everywhere. So we went in there and we was throwing them at each other and uh-huh. just having fun, quote unquote. What we thought was fun. Right. That was. Did y'all get in trouble? No, because she went home. But by the time she got home, she forgot why she was like, what was the whole point of her telling? Because we like, you can go home, but don't tell. So she had the whole ride to debate if she wanted to tell on us or not and she Uh decided not to so then we just went home when we felt like going home right (laughs) okay well since i was trying to rush you into Mm -hmm. the worst childhood memory it is now 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 is what is the worst okay so childhood memory i got two one is when my um cousin rakisha got killed she was seven, so I was five. <sighs> it was hard because her and my sister was really, 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 really close. Uh-huh. Because they were the closest to an age. It was Sam, and then it was Rakesha and Marisa, and then it was me and the gang of cousins. Uh-huh. So when Rakesha got killed, Marisa lost her best friend because right. they were the same fucking age. Uh-huh. And... That was really fucking hard, like, just to, it's a, like a, I see them, and now I don't, but I don't really understand what death is, because it's just like, you know, you was here, now you're not, right. type situation. And then when my Uncle Tracy got killed, that was fucked up, because he was older than us, but he was young enough to wear we he was that cool older uncle yeah like he was right there like you know yeah and so because he was my granny's baby boy so he was the youngest one yeah so he was more closer to our age than like my uncle mike he was still older older than us but to us he was just older you know what i mean so that one was fucked up they got us out the movie theater when he passed away because we was at the movies and they like, i never seen this happen before. So they, like, stopped the movie and was like, can we get Juanita Snell to come to the lobby? And so my mom was like, come on, y'all. She was like, sit here real quick. So she went to the lobby and seen what was going on. And they called. And she, you know, back then it wasn't cell phones. Right. So they called and was like, you know, our Uncle Tracy passed. So she came back to grab us and was like, we got to go. It was still during the preview so we being kids like wait the movie ain't started and this was back in 94 right. so when she told us what was going on at this point we had more of a grasp on what death was because my cousin Rakesha right. I don't know if it was my cousin Rakesha then my uncle Tracy or was it my uncle Tracy then Rakesha I never can remember because it was close uh, so close and I was so young right but then was the two worst memories I got as a kid. What about you? Okay. I got two. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first one is when my granny died. Mm-hmm. Like you said, 
I don't understand death at the time. Mug Getty died January 2nd, 1996. Mm. January 2nd is not only the day she died, but it's my papa's birthday. My papa died in 2000, uh, 1991. So when Ganny died, I was a little older. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember papa dying because I was again one or two right depending on the time of the year so um I when we get there everybody is in the uproar and I'm not crying and I, I sat here and thought about it the reason I didn't cry I didn't cry because I don't understand it but looking at my ganny she's still just laying on her bed you mm-hmm. know at this point they hadn't took her out right so um when they took her out, and then they explained to me what happened, I I figured it out, and then, you know, I cried, and it was just fucked up, it, because after she died, I would have this nightmare, mm-hmm. and then I don't think it actually was a nightmare, but it's something I would have all the time, and at the end of my dream, I always fall out my bed. Mm. So, and I remember the dream, though. So, the dream was, you know, um, the wooden... You know, like a rope bridge, mm-hmm. the wooden kind. Uh-huh. So, we was in a tower like that going up, and Ganny's casket was in the middle of the tower. And uh-huh. um, I had this dream for the longest, and every day in the dream, we would just be sitting around in the in the tower, you uh-huh. know, while Ganny's thing is there. So then. I started having a, the dreams kept coming, and then towards the end of the dream, now at this part, the it started to thunder. Oh. And the our things start to shake. So we run off. We run off of it, and the thing collapsed. And then that's what made you fall. Uh, yeah, think? and I always fell out the bed. I always had a dream. Always ended like that, and I always fell out the fucking bed. And I never knew, and that, uh, that's only when I was a kid, after she passed, I don't know what, what I was being told. Mm-hmm. Maybe in like a, symbolic of maybe just like her funeral, or maybe it was even like a fruition, and just like her coming to you after it happened type situation. Yeah. That is really crazy, though. Because I used to have it. I used to be scared, so I used to, you know, want to get sleep on the top bunk with my little sister. And I would even fall off the top bunk. Yeah. So it was something. And then I got this other memory. Uh-huh. The worst memory ever. Before they built that plaza right there. Do you remember when they had a circus there? At the, um, what plaza? On Westlich. Across from Polar Bear. Now, don't nobody remember this, and I know I'm not fucking crazy, but this specific day, uh-huh. out on this latex, I was a kid, okay. latex, one piece, pink, white, yellow, basically I was dressed in a clown outfit, because it had the little balls or whatever. Uh-huh. So, whoever it was, was taking me to this circus, mm-hmm. across, on Polo, at Right across there, from polar bear. Across from polar bear. So we get over there, and the clown 
comes out. Oh, shit. I freak the fuck out. I, until this day, I do not like clowns at all. I don't like them. I don't like Bozo the Clown, Krusty the Clown. You the clown? None of them clowns. And damn sure I ain't, ain't pay, uh, watching It the Clown. I watched it with the kids. So, and, so I'm telling you, as soon as that clown came out, I cried. And I cried until they took me home. Mm -hmm. Right back around the corner of Florence. Take me home. I don't remember. I know not really many there. people remember that. But I remember that. This was right before they put that plaza there. And you know, I did so much over on the north side because at one point in time, it was just like my, my grandma had, like, wasn't watching us as much. Uh -huh. And my granny was. Yeah. And so, you know, I was over there all the time. But my granny wasn't one to take us much places. We more or less wandered on our own through the north side. Uh-huh. I mean, but back then when we was growing up, it wasn't like how it is now. Right. You could be everywhere, but everybody knew who, who kids you, you was. Yeah. So everybody knew who you belonged to. So but they knew you got out. They of handled you accordingly. Right. But now it's just not like that. It's just like nobody cares no. about each other anymore, like they used to back in the day. Because, like, how when our parents was growing up, where. The neighbors could whoop your kids. Yeah. It's now to a point to where it's basically everybody look out for themselves. Right. And then if you if if you that's like me seeing a kid fin that's just like us see a kid finna walk in the street. We gonna yell and you gonna you gonna whoop them. Right. Get your ass out that motherfucking street. And that's like I mean everybody over there know you and they know. Right. T.T. Moose don't play. But at the same time say it's a newbie coming around and they come around and then you do that. Then they getting mad and want to argue. What the fuck? I'm helping your baby not get hit by a car. Right. And you know me. I really tense up when I see motherfuckers. When I see. Not motherfuckers. I'm sorry. When I see kids going towards the street because right. of how my cousin passed. Right. So it really just makes me like. Uh-huh. But that is just all. <sighs> Did you have pets growing up? Um, yeah. I wanted a dog. My mom and dad told me no. So, I got parakeets. I had to settle the hard way out. I couldn't get the dog, and I damn sure didn't want a cat. You had to compromise. Had to compromise, but didn't want no fish. They damn sure won't give me no rat. <laughs> Hamster. So, I got the birds. Fifth grade, my birthday was on Thanksgiving in the fifth grade. I remember we had a potluck. I took some, mom made some potatoes or something. Took them up to the school and stuff. Mm -hmm. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Then she took me to pick out my birds. I got a green one and a blue one. And that was the bad decision. <laughs> that was a bad fucking decision. The fucking birds, they squawk and squeak and chirp all motherfucking day. So did you have to cover the cage at night so they would go to sleep? We used to cover the cage during the day. Wow, just to get them to shut just up. Just to get them to shut up. The cage didn't have to be covered at night because it's dark. The oh. bird's instinct is when all the lights is out, when it's dark is to go to they bed. They go to bed, yeah. okay. And they up chirping soon as the sun dawn breaks. Yeah. So, 
It's mm -mm. It, it was to the point where when they would die, my mother would keep going and buying them. <laughs> them was her birds. Them was her birds after that. After the first two birds died, them was her birds. Them fucking birds were smart. They would get out the cage. They would tear the bread ties off. We had to tie, tie the cage up with the bread ties without the plastic on it. Man. Just so they couldn't even try to get out. We used to decorate the cage, put a little garland on the cage for Christmas and shit with her plastic on it. That is funny. Yeah, them was, them was mother's pets. <laughs> After the first two days, she kept buying the same color birds. Blue and green. Blue and green. So I just at this point, I just assumed that parakeets are only blue and green. I don't <laughs> want to see another one. I'm going to have to square up. Meet you in the middle, huh? Fly at me, bird. <laughs> Sick Siriona. She like to chase birds. Um, what about you? you? Had some pets growing up. Um, when you said hamster, you reminded me <coughs> that Marisa had little. So it used to be a flea mart and pawpaw when mm. we was a kid. So, well, it's still there, but when we was a kid, they used to have so much shit like uh -huh. hamsters and. And snakes and shit. Yeah. So, my sister had two hamsters and two snakes. The first hamster, we... No. Was it two? Well, okay. My grandma and grandpa got a basement. Uh -huh. With the snakes, one snake, we left it in the basement and it just dried out. Like, it just died. Mm -hmm. The second one, my mom was tired of it and she made her let it go in the backyard. The way she let it go was Conan. That was the name of her snake. So what my mom told Marisa was, if you let the snake go in the backyard, it'll come back when it's hungry. The snake took off, never seen it again. <laughs> I was cool with, because I don't really do snakes. Right. I'm scared of them. So she had a hamster. This hamster, like, I don't know what the fuck happened, but it got sick. And like, if you touch the cheeks, it feel like a little bunch of worms inside of it. Oh, it got worms. I don't fucking know. I it just, was worse. I know it just was really gross, and so my mom was like, "It's about to die," and it ended up dying, and I was cool with that too because <laughs> the hamster creeped me out a little bit. <laughs> the little rat in the room, girl. So, but the pet I did like was Bubba. Uh huh. My dog, our dog, when we was growing up, but Bubba was a hoe, so he would run away, and when he was in heat. And he would come home. Yeah. Like this nigga worked a nine to five, but in the middle. But I'm not talking about like nine in the morning to five in the afternoon. I'm talking about nine at night to five in the morning. Yeah. But <laughs> like he really used to be out here, but he would always leave and come back. Like we would be going to the bus stop, and Bubba would be running home. And we'd be like, oh, Bubba? there go Bubba again. And one day Bubba ran away and never fucking came home, and it was really sad because. Our dog was gone. Right. But now they got Bud, and I mean, Bud is Bud. I don't really deal with him because he's in the backyard. Like, he outside dog. Right. Nova, crazy ass, is an inside dog, and she need a fucking muzzle because she, she drives me fucking crazy. She need us some melatonin. Oh, she needs some melatonin, the amina, uh, fucking worry. toenail clippers, and she need all type of shit. Because Nova got a the lot next time I come on. back, I'm bringing Nova a snack. <laughs> she's gonna stop barking when she see me. Nova is she's a handful. Every time. Nova definitely is a handful. 
Ooh, my back itch. Um, when did the birds and the bees combo come about, and who gave it to you? Um, for me, the birds and the bees combo came when they started talking reproductive health in school. My parents didn't have it with me because part of it was my dad was locked up. Uh-huh. The other part of it is my mom just never talked about it. Okay. So, we didn't have birds and the bees. And so, I couldn't tell you what it was like because they didn't do it with me. I mean, I couldn't tell you who told me because my teachers did. And it was just something that I had to learn on my own. And, of course, when you learn it in school, it's kind of one way taught. Yeah. Across the board, every school. Like, it's the same shit. What about you? Um, I'm with you. I learned about it in school. My mom didn't really have to talk with. If she did, I don't remember. But I just don't think that it, we did. And anyway, I was not. I can't. I can't say I wasn't interested in it because I lost my virginity when I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. But that was to some guy, and I didn't have sex again until I was seventeen. Like full blown, like intercourse. intercourse. Yeah. yeah. Until I was 17. I said real deal, holy course. The holy course. The holy <laughs> field. The drill and kill. Yeah, and I feel like if our parents would have really talked to us about it, we wouldn't have lost our virginity so young. Because I was yeah. 14, and at this point, I was in high school. Uh-huh. You couldn't tell me shit because all I knew was his dick was finna go in my vagina. And... <laughs> I knew you could get pregnant. I knew there was STDs, but the dude that I messed with for my first time, it was his first time. Mm-hmm. So it was a together type situation. Right. I knew the shit hurt it, but it didn't hurt. Kind of felt good. Like that was kind of like my introduction. But I just feel like you, if our parents would have told us, then maybe we would have waited because we knew what the fuck it really was and we knew what the fuck we was really finna do. Right. But. It just kind of was like with me, I got put on birth control a couple weeks after I lost my virginity, but it was all because my cousin Cassie got pregnant at 14, but she had her son at 15. So it was like, Cassie pregnant, y'all finna get on birth control. And it was just like, okay, so his sperm met with her egg and And got got her pregnant, but how did his sperm, you know? Yeah. Like, what he do. Right. So, I don't know. And I kind of feel like it would be like that across the board. A lot of teen pregnancies could be avoided if parents just sat on them and explained the shit to their kids. And then, you know, the dude I was over 32, he was well older than me. He was like 18. Oh, sweet. No, no. He, I think he was 19. And I told him I was 17. But me, I can never. I'm never the one to lie about my age. I never could do it. Mm. I'd rather be me. Yeah. So, after about two, three weeks of talking or whatever, I told him that I was 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said, well, you know, I am kind of young, so if that's a problem, you know, you can keep it moving. Of course, he wanted to do it. I mean, you know what? It was fucking crazy talking about the dude I lost my vision to. I'd be seeing him around here. Mm. My mom told me he popped up at the house one day. And he still wants you? He gotta go. 
It's a little almost borderline like rape. He was eighteen. He was nineteen. I was fifteen. Um, I yeah. was seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> I was seventeen. Shut guys. the fudge up. Not not fifteen. I was seventeen. I mean, if you didn't want it, then it would have been right. Yeah, but no, I, I wanted it. But we we only had sex about three or four times. So did, wait, did he know that you was fifteen before or after? Before. Oh, but it was consensual because I was seventeen. I mean, what's <laughs> okay? If he he didn't that. force nothing. It was never nothing right, like right, that. Right, right. He just like, well, if you do want to try it, I'll try it with you. You know, he was a cool. I mean, at guy. least he was just real. Yeah, smooth I with mean, going into the situation. Sometimes that that ain't what happens all the time, but sometimes that's what happens. Right, right, right. Well, we only we only hooked up three three times because after that, I, he got ran off by my little sister. So it was <laughs> the end of that, and I was back a virgin. Oh uh, yeah, to two thousand seventeen. To two thousand seven, I was seventeen. For real, When do you feel like it is appropriate time slash age to have to introduce the introduce sex to the kids? Um, I'm thinking ten, depending on you know. Mm-hmm. I can't really say depending on the way they grow, the way they was raised, the way they are raised, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But some kids are more prone to other things. More mm-hmm. some kids see the not kid things and some kids see child things mm-hmm. just say come some kids see more some kids see more mm-hmm. some kids out twerking doing all that at a and young they mama's think it's cute yeah so i say between 10 and 12 ish 13 ish is an all right time you know to start with the conversation yeah. You start asking little questions, what they know about it, what they learn about it, what they hear about it. Because if it's my my knowledge is when it's time for sex ed, parents get papers. Yeah. About sex ed. So mm-hmm. what you think? Um, I say ten and a half flat. Yeah. Because kids are developing a lot sooner than what they used to. Uh huh. Kids are, like you said, some kids are <coughs> seeing more than what other kids are seeing. And for that simple fact, like, a lot more boys, with with girls developing, become boys, curious boys. Right. And so, you just have to go in it as the mindset of, this parent isn't teaching their boy that they're not supposed to hit a girl's butt, not supposed to touch a girl's boobs. Not supposed, you know, right? Cause they still are kids, but at the same time, some if you're developing, and then you know, and then now nine is the normal age for a person. Well, is when a period can start, right? So with that being so young, you want your child to know what they're about to be up against, like what's right. gonna happen with their body physically, 
Like, it's not going to be just they start their period and they're still a kid. Because at that age, I mean, technically, you're a woman because you have a period. Right. You don't want a kid to act like a woman because they have their period. But you just show them the right things. Even if it's as small as you sitting down and you putting pads and panty liners and panties together. And you explaining why they need this or what what purpose this serves. Like, something small like that. Because you're supposed to... Come to a kid as a one-year-old to start letting them know about sex. Right. Whether it's their body parts that they have and how they have this. Like with me, I did a lot of, Mari, you have a vagina. Uh Your brother has a penis. You don't touch his penis. He doesn't touch your vagina. Just simple stuff. Uh Let them know that, you know, you guys are siblings. But once Mari got to maybe a a two-and-a-half, three-year-old, I stopped letting them take baths together. Okay. Because Mari is a girl. Carmelo was a boy. Even though Carmelo was right there, he still wasn't there. You know, like, right. he was still young enough to where I could have really did it. But at the same time, she was getting older. And I just felt like they don't need to be in the tub together anymore. Because right. they have different body parts. And, right. you know, with right. the the way that I thought, I just was like, no dead not happening no more and it's just you you gotta explain shit to your kids and then with Mari getting more older and starting to develop a little bit I'm real cautious and I am gonna sit down and have that talk about what's gonna happen to her body when she does start her period and then have another talk with her once she starts her period but she has read the little puberty for girls book uh-huh. that they offer at the little doctor's office so she read that so she know a little bit about what's going on with her body mm-hmm. but I want her to fully understand what's going on and why what's happening to her is happening I want her to you know fully mm-hmm. know so then she's not so oblivious to it when I do get that letter for sex education in the mail and then once right. I mean from from the school and once I do get that I can once that letter comes, that's when you really just break it down to them. So then when they right. go in there, they're not just like, what? Right. So, ten and a half. Okay. <laughs> All right, ten and a half is cool. Yeah. Um. Would you change anything about your childhood? Um. The dysfunctional family that I had growing up. Yeah. I would, but I wouldn't. I mean, I guess I technically wouldn't change anything. I guess I would just wish it would, I would have knew it wasn't so normal for my family to be as dysfunctional that it was. But with me knowing that, you know, dysfunction isn't normal and the coping mechanisms I gained from the dysfunction made me who I am today. Uh-huh. And so if I didn't have them, then I don't know how I would act. Right. But me being me, I turned everything into a joke. Even now, an uncomfortable situation where somebody crying or somebody just extremely mad, I just turn it into something where I laugh. And so with me... Doing that, then, I mean, that just make me goofy now. Right. And and that's just who I am. But the dysfunction is something that now that I do realize, 
it ain't how you're supposed to live. I do make sure that my kids know that, you know, I don't let people argue. I don't let, even if my mom and dad to this day, if they start going at each other's throats, I simply say, my kids are here. We're not going to do that. Uh-huh. Because I don't like my kids to see that. Whether right. it's my mom and dad or whether it's me. And, you know, when me having a boyfriend, if me and Daquan went at it, we I made sure we did that shit if my kid, when my kids were asleep. Right. So they're not seeing it. So they don't know that's normal. What's normal is, I love you, I got you, and that's it. Right. And that's how I'm going to keep it. What about right. you? No, I wouldn't change nothing in my childhood neither. Because like you said... Um, what I went through made me who I am today, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be as strong as I am today if I wouldn't have gone through those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely does make you. It it molds you. Yeah. Into who you are. Yeah. Hi, And it's a good mold, I will have to say. Yeah. So, we're going to wrap it up with this question. Alrighty, lay it on me, bestie. Okay. If you grew up and ran into child you, what would be one thing that you... Well, not one thing. What would be something that you told yourself? I would tell child me, um, you are beautiful no matter what. You are strong no matter what. And that you can get through whatever you put your mind to it. It's all good things. Yeah. What would you tell child you? I would tell child me to fight towards your dream and wait to have kids till you are more established so your kids don't have to see the same struggle. Just that cycle of struggle, uh-huh. and you can really be something special if you just do the right shit and stop fighting what your mama telling you. Right. Because that was always my biggest thing. Like, I always hid, but everything my mama said, uh-huh. and just whatever, I got this, I'm going to do it my way. And right. my way always landed me back with my mama saying, if you would have listened to me at step one, at step five, you wouldn't be right here in front of me. Back at step one. Back at step one. Just to really, you know, be as wise and know what I know now at 29 at shit fucking 19. Yeah. And and realize what you say really has an impact on your life. Right. Me walking around in sixth grade telling people that I was going to get pregnant at uh, 18 and 20 and have kids when I was 20, uh, 21 and 19 and really do that shit right. is mind-blowing because I can't be mad at nobody for myself. I can't be mad at nobody but myself because right. that's what I said. Right. I thought that shit was cute to think I was having kids. I wanted kids young because I don't want to be no old mama and I don't want to be no old grandmama. Uh-huh. That shit's not cute. At 18, you just figuring out like partying is fun. And now I got to stop partying because I got to raise this little girl. Uh-huh. And then I turn around and I want to party again. And I now I got to raise this little girl and this little boy. Right. All because of some shit I said when I was a kid. Right. So just tell myself, bitch, watch your tongue. 
and speak only positive to yourself. Right. Don't speak no negative into yourself. Just like, you know, I instill that in my kids. You smart. You gonna be somebody. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you wanna do. You put your mind to it. You can do it. Right. It's certain stuff that I do as a mom that I wished my mom would have deal with me. Uh-huh. And that is one thing, the positive affirmations. I feel like we didn't get as much as when we was growing up. You know, uh-huh. you got that, you did so good in school today, and you, you so smart and every now and again, uh-huh. but it's not a, all the time a, a kid got this problem. Even Carmelo, doing his homework. We do homework together, and I normally read his his uh, directions to him just to make sure. Or Matter of fact, I don't read them to him as much as I used to. Uh-huh. Now it's more of a let's read your directions together. Uh-huh. Whatever words you're struggling with, I'll help you with. Uh-huh. So we reading the directions together and once he get done, our good job, you did so good reading that, Carmelo. Them little, them little baby, you did so good. Yeah. Boosts his confidence yeah. to where he... He gonna keep striving to do good. Yeah, do and better. another thing, I'm sorry, Mom, but... Another thing I would tell myself is don't feed off into the negative stuff your mom is putting in your head. Because my mom is very self-conscious. And she made two out of four of her kids very self-conscious, too. Uh-huh. And I can't stand that. I always, made, I always, once I got to a certain age, you know, when you get the balls to really tell your mom sometimes certain shit that you feel, it's like... A weight lifted off your shoulders, but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to disappoint my mom. Right. So, one thing I do tell my mom is, you can't get in my head. I'm very confident, and I'm very comfortable in the skin that I am. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm not a size two. And yes, I will wear these tight-ass pants that make my booty look bigger. Uh-huh. And I will put on this girdle shirt to make my stomach look smaller. But I'm not running from who the fuck I am, and, and hell, it's plenty of niggas that don't mind my body the way that it is. Right. So... I'm just telling myself, bitch, you are beautiful, and no matter what skin you in. Exactly. Yeah. We got deep again. Yes, we did. <laughs> so, y'all know what to do. Follow us on all social media sites. That um, Email us at THAACT2018 at gmail.com. Again, that's THAACT2018 at gmail.com. All right. All right.